How's it going, everybody? This is Noah Eldridge from the Eldridge Podcast, and today is going to be the same as always, a 30-minute episode, but it might be only two topics today. I got two guys to talk about here in the NBA, and they both frustrate me, and I both dis- and I dislike both of them. We have Kyrie Irving, and we have James Harden. Unless you're living under a rock, you know the situation with the both of them, and I just have to address this. I am so angry, infuriated, like it's just ridiculous, both of them, and they're doing different things. So, I mean, I really don't know who to start with, but we're just going to start with Kyrie Irving today. So, I mean, Stephen A. Smith, he's an ESPN analyst, he went on today and said, I think Kyrie Irving should retire. Or actually, I shouldn't even get into that yet. We're going to talk about what Kyrie Irving has done. He has missed four games in a row for all personal reasons. If you look up the the box score it doesn't say hurt ankle. It doesn't say coach's decision. It says personal reasons. And I mean, for the first game, I was kind of like, what's this guy doing? Like, but hey, it's Kyrie. He's done a lot of weird stuff in the past. No big deal. Going on game four now. And I mean, the Nets did win last night. KD went absolutely crazy and they beat the Nuggets who haven't even been playing that well. So not a super impressive win, and KD went nuts. He's going to have to do that if Kyrie's not playing in order for them to win, which he can. I'm not saying he can't, but he's missed four games in a row for personal reasons, and now it's become that uh, those personal reasons, I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but everyone seems to think, I'm pretty sure it is confirmed, Kyrie just hasn't said it publicly, that it's about the whole situation at the Capitol. With uh, and all of that going on, and once again, unless you're living under a rock, you should know what that situation is. And his his choice was to not play in the games because of that. I completely disagree with this decision. I understand his feeling about the situation, how he could be disappointed, angry, sad, all of that. I completely understand that, and I'm not denying or saying he is wrong to have those feelings. But what I am saying is, uh, re- remember the bubble. They, they used Black Lives Matter and they used, it, uh, used the NBA as, a, uh, as something to promote it. Or not promote it, but to get their feelings out there. And I remember in some interviews, some guys would just say, I want justice for Breonna Stewart. Stuff like that. And I think they have the right to do that. And that's what they did. But instead, Kyrie Irving does not say anything about it. We have to find out from other people. And he just chooses not to play for these reasons. Instead, what he could do is he could play. And in his post-game and pre-game interviews, he could talk about it and say, to be honest, he could really say whatever he wants. It's freedom of speech, and he doesn't have to answer the questions that they're asking him. You see guys do it all the time. Look up videos. You've seen uh, Russell Westbrook. You've seen Marshawn Lynch in the NFL. They'll ask them a question. They'll say the same thing over and over again. So he could say... Uh, hey guys, unless you have a question about the capital, I'm not going to answer. And th- and they'll keep trying. They'll they'll keep asking or whatever. Or even if he doesn't want to talk about it. But he, that's the problem. Think about all the things I just said. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. No one knows what Kyrie's feeling right now because he doesn't want to talk about it publicly. He just wants to hide and say. And here's the other thing: Is it really about the capital incident? Because that's what he said. And then you see him at his sister's thirtieth birthday party. There's a video of him and pictures without a mask on like so 
oh, you're, you're so distraught and you're so depressed about this and it's so sad and means so much to you, but you're partying without a mask and just like, dude, are you even, do you even want to be in the NBA? Like, this is the thing that I hate is he has been gifted with an opportunity that little to no one gets. What, how many people or how many players are in the NBA? Uh, 300, 400 out of 6 billion people in the world? The, the chances in, to getting in the NBA is just crazy. And look, I know that it is – or actually I don't know because I'm not there and I don't have the feeling. But I could understand how it could be so hard for uh, with COVID and not being able to see family and having to quarantine and playing without fans and all of this stuff. I could understand how it could be so hard on a person. It's hard on me and I'm not even in the NBA. I'm not going through any of this. It's hard on me. So, but this guy is still getting millions and millions of dollars. And once again, I could understand, and Stephen A. Smith was talking about it, Max Kellerman, Kendrick Perkins, Jay Williams, all these guys were talking about it. Uh, and I'm taking bits and pieces from them, but it's also, uh, it's just, it's so frustrating to me. If Kyrie, I could understand how Kyrie was like, hey, I, I don't think it's right for me to be making millions and millions of dollars while there's people struggling out there. But what he could do is he could take that money and donate it. Like, dude, that's your money. After you play the game and you get your paycheck, that's your money. And you can do absolutely whatever you want with it. You can donate to something. And he does. I'm not saying he doesn't because he has donated to a lot of things. We're going to get into that later. I'm not, I'm not doubting his giving ability. But it's just this dude is wasting his talent. He's wasting... And he's not using his voice that he could. To me, this is like, oh, he's like, oh, I can't speak up and I can't talk about it and I can't say anything. So I'm just going to hide and do nothing about it when he absolutely could. Post-game interviews, pre-game interviews, halftime interviews. And he could, this dude could come out with a podcast just like I'm doing right now. And he could talk about it for 30 minutes every single day. When he doesn't have practice and when he doesn't have a game, he could be talking about this. He could be doing stuff. But he's just not going to play. And he's not going to tell his GM what's going on. He's not going to tell his owner what's going on. And he's not going to tell his head coach what's going on. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. According to him, the Nets don't have a head coach. My bad. Uh, I, I agreed with a lot that Stephen A. Smith said. I encourage you guys to watch the video. I agree with a lot of what he said. One of the things that I did disagree with was he did say that... Steve Nash is someone that Kyrie likes, someone that he admires, someone that he wanted to be the head coach. That is completely false, and I don't know where Stephen A. Smith got that from because Kyrie Irving came out and said, we don't have a, I would say we don't have a head coach. And this was after they signed Steve Nash. So no, Stephen A. Smith, he did not want him or doesn't like him. I don't know what it is, but he doesn't acknowledge him. And it's, it was just so disrespectful. Look, both Kyrie and Harden, I had little, very little respect for both of them, and I've completely lost all of it for both of them, and we will get to James Harden later. But anyway, that's the situation with Kyrie Irving right now. No one really knows much else. There's a lot more to talk about with the Harden situation. There's just not much information on Kyrie. It's personal reasons. People think it's about the capital. Uh, he has not said anything publicly. The only thing that has gone out that is public is his 
video and pictures of him at his sister's 30th birthday party, him dancing and with no mask. That's, that's the only thing that's gone public. So the quote that Stephen A. Smith said, one of the quotes from that video, I still encourage you guys to watch it. It's about a six minute video. I think Kyrie Irving should retire. I think he should announce his retirement today. I completely, I'm not a huge fan of Stephen A. Smith. I don't agree with a lot of what he says. I completely agree with this statement because Kyrie, if you just don't like basketball, if you just don't want to do this anymore, then that's okay, announce your retirement. But he's playing in the middle. They say it a lot, Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, and Kendrick Perkins. He's playing in the middle right now. He's not fully playing basketball. He's not saying how he feels. He's not talking about the capital situation, even though that's supposedly why he's not playing basketball. So it's like, then dude, what are you doing? Oh, you're partying. That's what you're doing. Like, I am so confused because even though I might disagree with parts of it, I would understand if he came out and said, I'm retiring from basketball. I need to focus on the situation. I would uh, not inspire, but I would, uh, I can't think of the word, but I would want other NBA players to do this too and focus on this rather than basketball. Even though I would disagree with that because I think basketball could help the situation and he can voice his opinions on it. Even though I disagree with that, I would understand it. I don't understand what he's doing right now. He's doing absolutely nothing. For a guy that donates a lot of money and does all this stuff, he's not doing anything. So one of the questions that was on Jalen and Jacoby yesterday said, how does Kyrie Irving's absence impact the Nets? Long story short, Jalen Rose says, with him being gone, the Nets will not win the East. Completely agree with that as well. I mean, without Kyrie, they will not win the East. Without Kyrie, they won't win a championship. KD is great. Top five, top three player in the league. But come on. Uh, he, he wouldn't. It just wouldn't happen. The way the league is now, you got LeBron and Davis. You got teams like the Celtics and the Hawks who I'm not comparing the two, but that are just super deep and may not have a number one, but have a bunch of good number twos and number threes. And then you got the, uh, the Nuggets with Jokic and Murray. I know they're not performing very well. And then, and that's just, that's in the West, but in the East, you got Ben Simmons and Embiid and just like these duos would be too much for Durant and they're missing Dinwiddie the whole season. It just wouldn't happen. So completely agree with Jalen Rose. They will not win the East if he is gone. So uh, Jay Williams, I can't remember the show. It's, it's KJZ. It's, uh, I think, Keyshawn or Keyshawn and Jay Williams. And I forget the last dude's name, but it's, uh, that's the name of their show. And it's actually really good, really good show to watch. I encourage you guys to watch it. But yeah, he's uh, – the report is Kyrie Irving. It was reported by Malika Andrews and Woj – Kyrie Irving is unlikely to return to the lineup this week, and the NBA is reviewing his videos posted on social media of Irving maskless at a family party. Reported by Malik Andrews and Woj, as I was saying before. But it's just, this dude is in trouble, and he could lose a ton of money. We're also going to get into that later. But it's, it's just... Yeah, he's missed four straight games and all of them personal reasons. I just, Kyrie, please speak out. Please voice your opinion because I don't know what you're doing right now. I, I really don't. Uh, next question. This was on first take with Stephen A. Smith. 
Is Kyrie Irving worth the drama? Hell no, he isn't. Are you kidding me? Look, this dude, I know this is going to contradict what I'm saying. This dude is one of the greatest ball handlers I've ever seen and of all time. He is, he can shoot, he can dribble, he can play pretty good defense when he wants to, when he wants to. Those, that's the key highlight under, uh, underline right there. It, this is, it's just so frustrating. I never know what's going on with Kyrie and this is why I don't like him. I don't like him because, it's not that I don't like him because of his beliefs. I don't like him because he can't make a choice. And I'm not saying play basketball or focus on the capital situation. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you have so many outlets and you have so many resources that you could use and you're choosing not to use them and you're almost acting like you don't have them. And something that, look, people may disagree with this, but look, the NBA, like I said before, what, there's 300, 400 players, maybe 500, I don't know. Out of 6 billion people, this dude was not only giving, given amazing talent, people would die. People would kill for his talent, for the chance he has, for the resources he has. And he's just throwing it away. And it really is sad. It's just, it really is so disappointing. But, I mean, it's just... So, Woj tweeted, if Brooklyn's Kyrie Irving is found to have violated league health slash safety protocols he's facing a proportional game reduction of 181.6 of his salary four hundred ten thousand dollars per game he would forfeit that money for every game lost because of a mandated isolation leaks probing video now no results have come out about the video yet but I, i'm i mean i think it's a guarantee he's gonna get in trouble so in subtype, I don't know how much, I don't know how big it's going to be, but he's going to get in some trouble. But here's my thing, Kyrie, where could that $410,000 be going? You know what I mean? I, I could understand how he could feel guilty and be like, dude, I'm going to get $33 million this year while people are struggling out there because of COVID and aren't making any money and their homes are being destroyed. Then donate, then voice your opinions, give speeches. You can do this when you're not... Like, uh, when you're not playing games, you can do this. I just, Kyrie, please speak out. I do not understand. I don't. So, I just, I can't stress this enough. I mean, I'm sorry, both of these subjects, the Kyrie and Harden, are going to take up this whole episode because I need to speak on this. So, hold on just a minute here. All right, there we go. All right. So, all right, we're just going to continue with this. So, this is the part where I do like about Kyrie. He has done plenty of things for just he's donated a lot. And Jamal Murray actually, I don't know if he tweeted it or he retweeted it. It was a Kyrie Irving fan who posted this. And he just put, they pick and choose what they want to really talk about. So, and then there's pictures, NBA player Kyrie Irving donates $323,000 to combat food insecurity amid coronavirus pandemic. Nets Kyrie Irving donates 200000 Beyond Burgers to NYC Food Bank. Kyrie Irving commits $1.5 million to support WNBA players who opted out of the 2020 season. Kyrie Irving produces hashtag Say Her Name Breonna Taylor special calls for action.
I'm not. So I know you're like, well, you just told him to donate this whole time and he is. So why are you mad at him? Because it's like, I just don't, he is donating a ton and I thank him for that. And that's awesome. And I think he should continue to do that. And we're not ignoring that because obviously people are posting about it and people are talking about it. What literally you see all these sports analysts and guys talking, they're like, yeah, I know he donates to a lot of things and he's really good in the community, but this is different. And that's exactly right. This is different. He's, it's just him choosing not to play, but it's also at the same time, dude, then just retire. Then just say you're going to sit out the rest of the season. Make a decision. If you want to focus on the capital situation, if you want to try to solve, like if you want to try to help with social injustice and all of this, then go do that. I'm okay with that. Go do that. But don't say, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to talk about the situation. I'm just going to party with my sister for her 30th birthday. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to, I'm going to ignore all my coaches from players, coaches, GM and owner. It's immature and horrible. And the little respect I have for Kyrie Irving is completely lost. I do like that he donates. That's very good, but this is just immature and horrible and I agree with Stephen A. Smith. He should retire from the game of basketball if that's really how he feels. And that's okay. But he would at least be making a choice. He would at least be doing something. Like, dude, just come out and say something. And and he doesn't even have the, like, he couldn't even buy himself some time and be like, yeah, can you just say, like, I'm out with an ankle injury? And, like, no. And say so he just ignores calls and makes Steve Nash, Sean Marks, all those guys look like idiots. They asked Steve Nash, do you think uh, Kyrie Irving will be back this season? Guess what he said? Sure. This dude said sure. And that's not Steve Nash's fault. Like, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Because he wants to be honest and like, it's just sure, I don't know. Like, dude, the guy hasn't picked up the phone from me. So what, what do you think I know? I call him and he doesn't answer. What do you think? It's ridiculous. All right, let's get on to James Harden. <sighs> Once again, if you're living under a rock, you, unless you are, then you should know what's going on with James Harden. He has been wanting to be traded since a couple months ago. And it's last night I watched the Lakers game and we absolutely smacked the Rockets. And after James Harden said some things to say. So the quote is, I love this city. I've literally done everything I can. This situation is crazy. It's something I don't think can be fixed. Then he said, thanks and walked away. This is not only immature, but just just horrible. Like you're just gonna, I just, I don't understand these two. I don't, and it's so hard to talk about. I don't have that many notes, that's why I'm struggling, and because I just don't know what to say about these guys. I can't put it on paper, I can't express, I just don't know, but there is more information on Harden. This is kind of a crazy stat. Someone put, is Harden selling so he can get traded? James Harden hasn't scored more than 20 points in four straight games. That's his longest streak since 2012, and that was also his last season coming off the bench in OKC. This dude is, I just, (laughs) I don't understand. I mean, look, I understand that he wants to be traded. I completely understand that. They've tried the same thing for about seven years, and it just hasn't worked. But here's the thing. No one wanted Chris Paul. 
right? No one wanted him. That's why he went to OKC and the Thunder were rebuilding and they were done. But him and OKC made a deal. Yes, it's not out in the public, but everyone and their mom knows that they made this deal. All right, man. Well, we don't really want you here. And I know you don't really want to be here, but we're, you're going to be a one-year rental. No one wants you because you're old, you're overpaid, and everyone thinks you're an asshole. And everyone used to think you were one of the great guys in the league, and now you're considered not. So we're going to make this deal, and you're going to play hard for a year, and you're going to work your butt off, and we're going to make you look like a leader. And that's what they did, and now Chris Paul's playing for the Suns, and he's in a way better situation. Brought him to the playoffs, and it worked. So I'm not saying the Rockets should have done this with Harden and Harden should have said this, but it's like Harden, I heard this guy on NBA radio. I don't recall the guy's name, but it was, this is the best team that the Rockets have built around James Harden. This is the best team. It, what I'm saying, he doesn't have a superstar next to him, but it's like, dang, man, if John Wall gets healthy and gets back to full form, dang, man, if DeMarcus Cousins gets healthy and gets back to full form, Christian Wood is really good and he's only going to improve. P.J. Tucker's solid. Ben Mecklemore is pretty good. This is a good team. Are they going to win the title? No. Are, could they make the playoffs if everyone was playing hard and focused? Yes. It's And Harden's not even trying. He doesn't care. It, it's just babyish. Back in the 80s, the 90s, early 2000s, gosh, even the 2010s, guys would ask for a trade and if they didn't get a trade it was like all right i'm just gonna play hard and hopefully they get a deal done but now it's i'm gonna sit out i'm gonna do absolutely nothing i'm just gonna not care and be a dick to everyone on my team until they trade me that's what harden's doing i mean at least he's freaking playing but he's not playing very well and i'm pretty sure that's on purpose but yeah he said houston is not good enough that, that is a quote that's not me just making that up he reinforced his trade desire. Trade demand was reinforced after Sunday's loss to L.A. Harden doesn't think Houston can beat L.A. in a seven-game series. Name one all-star. Name one superstar that has ever said that. Nah, I don't think we can beat this team in seven games. Even when they know they can't. Have you even heard anyone say, like, yeah, we're not going to play. We're not going to make the playoffs. We suck. Please, please pull up that video. Please show it to me. This is ridiculous. This is immature. This is horrible. No one should act this way. But why am I not surprised? Because it's James freaking Harden. It's just classic Harden, man. So anyway, today, James Harden trade talks are heating up. The Nets have offered a massive package of first round draft picks and swaps as Rockets sift through finalists. By the way, all of these are reported by Bleacher Report. So uh, the last one about him saying Houston can't beat L.A. in a seven-game series, that was reported by The Athletic and Bleacher Report. And the Harden trade talks heating up that I just read was reported by Shams and also Bleacher Report. Um, then today, he also did not attend practice. Head coach Steven Silas and amid Harden rumors, we f uh, this is the quote he said, we felt that it was best for the group and best for James not to come to practice. Now, this coming out very recently, the Rockets want Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey. Houston is pursuing a trade package from Philly, headlined by Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey for James Harden. There's probably going to be some more picks involved. But once again, Bleacher Report, thank you. So 
I mean, that's really the inf- uh, all the information I have on both of the guys for now. I think James Harden will be traded in the next couple of days. Uh, I am disappointed with both of these guys, but I'm not surprised by either. I'm, re- I'm really not. It, they are just self-centered, all about themselves, what's best for me. And I, I know you're like, how can you say that? You can say it about Harden. How can you say that about Kyrie Irving when he's donated all that money? That's not... That is a completely different separate uh, – that, that's a separate situation. I'm not talking about that. I thank him for that, and I've already gone over that, and I've thanked him for it. Thank you, Kyrie. It's a very good thing. I wish all NBA players did that, and a, a lot do, but thank you, Kyrie. But now we're going to talk about this. It, it's just ridiculous. I don't know what either guy is doing, and I know I keep repeating myself and repeating myself, but i got to get my point across. Kyrie. All I ask of you, dude, you're not going to listen to this, but all I have to ask of you is make a decision. Make a decision. And there's actually plenty of decisions you can make. You can retire from basketball, focus on the capital situation, and focus on uh, Black Lives Matter and social injustice in this country, something that needs to be fixed. You can go focus on that, and you can go do that. And you can retire from basketball and focus on that. And you can try to get educate yourself and try to get in office. Because, gosh, knowing people, people would vote for him to get into office somewhere. And, I mean, this is a thing that Max Kellerman talked about. I forgot to mention this. He said, everyone tells me how smart Kyrie Irving is. But every time this dude opens up his mouth, it doesn't seem like he has anything smart to say. Totally agree. I've heard so many people. Oh, Kyrie Irving's so smart. Like, Really? I mean, have you seen the things this guy says? I, I mean, I don't know if I'd call him dumb, but I wouldn't call him smart. Come on. Uh, it's just like, oh, he went to Duke. He's really smart. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know about that one. So, but Kyrie. So anyway, going back to the decisions he could make. So he could do that or he could say, I'm going to play basketball and I'm going to talk about it. It's the best of both worlds. I'm going to do both. So, yeah, in pre-game interviews, halftime interviews, and post-game interviews, any interview that I have, anytime anyone asks me a question, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to voice my opinion on it, and I'm going to tell everyone how I feel about it. And it doesn't matter what you say because I'm Kyrie Irving and I can do whatever I want. He can talk about it in interviews. You see players do it all the time. NBA, NFL, because I know some people might be like, no, 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 he can't do that. Yes, he can. They can ask him whatever question, and he doesn't even have to answer it. He just has to say something back. So he can say whatever he wants about the situation. So, or he could say, I'm not going to talk about this. I'm going to put this away. I'm going to move past it, and I'm just going to play basketball. He could do, those are three decisions, and all of them sound good to me, Kyrie. All of them. Whether you play and don't talk about it, whether you play and talk about it, or whether you just talk about it and you retire from basketball. But please, Kyrie, I'm going to say it one last time. Make a decision. Do something. Do something because you're not doing anything. You're not talking about it. You're not playing. You're not answering anyone's calls, including your GM, your owner, your coach, your friends and players. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. He is doing something. He's partying. Without a mask and videos are going on. My apologies. He is doing something. 
It's ridiculous. And I dislike both of these guys so much. And both of these situations have made me dislike them even more. It, it makes me so angry. It's, it's ridiculous. I hope, I'm sorry to whatever team, but whoever gets James Harden, I'm not cheering for them. And I will, it doesn't matter where he goes. It really doesn't. Sixers, Nets, even if he stays with the Rockets, I'm, I'm done with him. I, ne I never really liked him and I never will. He is immature. They both act like little kids. Both of them. It, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. The, and someone's going to give up their entire future for this guy. Good for the Rockets. I'll cheer for the Rockets. I like the Rockets. Boogie, not bad. John Wall, not bad. I really like Christian Wood. I love P.J. Tucker. The, like, they're, they're not title contenders, and they'll be much worse without Harden. But, I mean, they're going to get some good picks and be able to draft some guys. It's I just I do not understand Harden or Kyrie. I'm confused by both of their actions. I don't understand anything they do and I never will. I try, I try and I try and I just, I will never be able to understand either of them. I dislike both of them. No one can change my mind. I hope if you went into this podcast really liking Kyrie and really liking Harden, you came out of it disliking them or at least lowered your level of likeness for them because this is just ridiculous and both of them need to cut it out and make it, Kyrie, especially you make a decision, do something. And Harden stop crying because this dude is on a super max making millions and millions of dollars and he's crying and getting a triple double every night and this dude's crying and he's selfish. That's the other thing. He's selfish. I know we're going to go over time here, but ju just a couple minutes. He is a selfish player. Yeah, he may get his 10 assists, but have you noticed that every single player that he has played with has been happier after they left. Oh you, oh, you don't believe me? Russell Westbrook. I know the Wizards aren't doing well, but he was so angry and just everyone. And actually, let's start with Chris Paul, actually. Chris Paul, one of the most likable guys in the league. Everyone called him a leader. Everyone said he was very good. And, and, er, and everyone just liked him. He's a likable guy. That's why he's the president of the Players Club. Then he goes to the Rockets, and including me, he was one of my favorite players in the league. I started to hate him. Started playing dirty, like elbowing KD and doing just dirty stuff. And became a dick. And the whole situation with Stephen Curry, I don't know if you guys know about that, but I can't remember if it was game five or game six. And the game was in Houston, and Stephen Curry asked if he could warm up or not warm up but uh practice it was the night before that game and he asked if he could practice there at night and the security guard said yeah sure like you can't really say no and it's really messed up to do that so then they said oh wait chris paul is warming up too so like and curry said oh that's that's fine i'll, I'll just go to the other side of the court like he can it's a big ass court right so he can warm up over here and i'll warm up over there anyway Chris Paul kicked him out, didn't let him. Warriors win the next night and win the series. And they both had words for Chris Paul. But then, but then Chris Paul goes to OKC and he's just this leader and he's such a great person and he's back to that person. 
And now he's on the Suns and he's still that leader. He's still one of the best point guards in the league. But when he was with Harden, he lost a lot of respect from a lot of people and became known as a dirty player. Russell Westbrook, a very likable player in the league, I would say. Or you at least respect the way he plays. He, I started to not like him when he was on the Rockets. And it wasn't like, oh, he's playing for the Rockets. I don't like the Rockets. And he's playing with Harden and I don't like Harden. I was like, oh, man, that sucks because I don't really like Harden or the Rockets. But I like Westbrook. So should, like, we'll see how it goes. And Westbrook, it, it lasted a year. They couldn't even last more than a year together. And Westbrook was requesting a trade. And now he's so much happier after that. Harden is a bad influence, immature, and he acts like a child. He acts like a child. He is ridiculous. Just awful. I can't, I can't stand either one of them. So I hope I don't have to talk about this again, and I think I will end up having to talk about it again. But I hope Harden gets traded to... I hope he doesn't get traded and he just suffers in Houston. But if I had to pick somewhere I'd like to see him go, I'd like to see him go to the Nets because I just want them to implode. But hey, wait, let's go back a few podcast episodes because you're like, ah, no, 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 he didn't say that. No, go back a couple episodes. I said the Nets will implode. They will implode. And there you go. There is my proof. I saw this coming. Did, did I think he was going to sit out for personal reasons and almost possibly retire? No. But I knew they would implode. I knew Kyrie and Katie. I knew something wasn't right from the start. As soon as Kyrie started saying, oh, I finally got a guy who can hit the shot next to me, even though he played with LeBron James, top five player all time, and then says he doesn't have a head coach, that you just knew. And I didn't even need to see that to know. You just look at his past relationships. He broke up him and LeBron. Because everyone's like, oh, dude, one of the greatest duos ever. They only played for three years, guys. And then Kyrie just couldn't take it anymore and wanted to be the guy, right? Then he goes to the Celtics and he's the guy. Oh, that didn't work either because he's not nice to the rookies. He's not nice to the young guys. He's a bad influence. He's immature and once again acts like a little kid. Oh, so maybe Kyrie and Harden will play great together because they're both the most immature, child-acting people in the NBA. They are so childish. Maybe that'll help them play together. Obviously, I'm kidding. The Nets will implode if they trade for James Harden. So I would love to see it. Harden and Kyrie have both went from, uh, they're like my top 10 least favorite NBA players to one and two. And it's really one A and one B. I... We're over time, but I think I've said everything I need to say. I hope I don't have to talk about this again. I will talk about if James Harden is traded, but I will not say anything else about it. I'll talk about where he goes and who I think won the deal, but I I really hope I don't need to talk about this again because it is so frustrating, and I'm done with the both of them, and I have zero respect for both of them. Zero. Thank you, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Sorry I got a little riled up today, but... Next episode, we will get back to normal things, and we will not go over time in the next episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a good day. See you.